Good church or great church? Does your church have the right mix of these three ingredients? Coming up here on the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast. Focus, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Mike Holmes here with a quick, short recording. I am going to be giving you something special I recorded a few years back. A few years back, we had the ReachKeep Conference, and we did a lot of great training for churches from around the country. And we have morphed a lot of that into our ReachKeep Academy. And what we would like to do today is present to you that recording so you can see some of the ingredients that it takes uh, that we have in our materials, in our training materials, but also the ingredients that every pastor really wants to make sure their Sunday school teachers are including as they teach and lead a class. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to kind of phase out here and fade into a recording. But uh, God bless you, and uh, we'll see you next week here at the Better Sundays podcast we do and why we we do the things we do. Uh, We believe the Great Commission says that we need to go into all the world and and to uh, preach the gospel to every creature. And at the very core of of Reach Keep, uh, that is what we want to do. We want to reach out and touch those folks and and, uh, with the gospel, uh, bring them in and keep them in a local church environment where we feel uh, is really the best place for them to grow and to mature and then to go out and to reach and to keep and to just keep doing the same thing. So a very excited about that. Uh, All those things done to the glory of God, and that's really uh, uh, what we're excited about. Uh, We have a a couple things that have kind of helped us think these things through. And one of these came a few years back um, when we had a, a man that was wanting to work with us, uh, you know, one of our, our church members, and he was wanting to get involved with uh, junior high kids and do some teaching. And And uh, he came in to sit down. We wanted to talk. And of course, we had some curriculum and some ideas. But I really wanted to summarize some things and, and let him know what we believed and what we wanted him to do during that that ministry period. In other words, we have a Sunday school hour time, kind of like many churches do, what he would be doing there, but also some of the other times that middle school kids would be getting together and what would we be doing there. And it was really kind of kind of came to that question, like what do we do? What do we, we do? And, and, and here are the things that, I, that we uh, really want to share. I really had three things that I wrote down, and these are like the activities. This is not the, the Bible teaching, but it's kind of the things that you do. It's kind of like when you get up in the morning, maybe your kids ask you this question, like, Dad, what are you going to do today? You know, and you, you say, this is what I'm doing today. Here are some of those. And one of those, and I, and I wrote these here so you can see them. One of those is information. Uh, in other words, part of your job as a church, and this man's job in this case, is was to share information. And in other words, to give the Bible teaching, uh, practical, uh, helpful things for middle school kids. And there would be certain things that you'd obviously want to teach uh, to middle school kids that would be uh, powerful things that you'd want to uh, work into every uh, class or every at least every year's worth. You'd want to be teaching some powerful things. We want to make sure that we are giving the right information. 
And this, of course, is the life transformation belief in Jesus Christ as Savior. Uh, but the Bible is filled with so many other applicable things that, that we need to as a church. And, and by the way, this is not just for middle school. I'm really kind of sharing. This is what we believe we need to do. We need to share information and applicable practical information as as effectively as possible so it's, it's it's applicable it's on topic it's right on it's the things that they need now everybody needs the gospel but once they've come to know christ as their savior they need to learn many many things i mean husband wife relationships and uh, how to stop arguing and financial things and you know all the different uh, relational issues and uh, many of of course practical bible knowledge the proverbs and wisdom we want to share that. And so what we teach at ReachKeep is how to best get that information out. Now, we all believe in, in preaching and teaching the Word of God, but there are many, many other ways to do that. And I mean, obviously, there's books and newspapers and magazines and emails and letters and one-on-one -on -one personal stuff. But there are also many ways to make those things better and to make them uh, enhance those so that they work better. It's just like in the old days, we had black and white television in my era. Uh, when they came out with color television, nobody wanted a black and white one anymore. You know why? Because color was better. And there are things that we can do that are better. And so the conference teaches, we spend some time teaching how to be the best communicator that you can and how to make your teachers or your staff people that work for you, how to make them the best communicators. We spend a lot of time talking about how to recruit and enhance your volunteers and how to have a, a system where your volunteers really are grabbing hold of the idea of, of of their classroom as their kids and moving those kids and stepping those kids into spiritual development, stepping that, that class, that young marriage class, whatever, moving them, not just a program, but a motion of, of progress in their life. And so that is the information side. And so my kids ask me what I do every day. Hey, one of the things I do is work on creating better presentations of the gospel. How can I, and I'm the Sunday morning pastor here, so I, I preach and do all those normal things, but how can I have illustrations that are applicable? How can I, you know, hand motions? How can I move across the stage? Is there an object lesson I can use? Can I use a whiteboard? Can I use notes? Some of those things. We spent a lot of time really thinking that through, and the conference teaches a lot of things along that area, how to be very practical and helpful, and give, will give you a boatload of ideas uh, of how to use uh, uh, some of those uh, audiovisual things, whiteboards, if you use a, a projection screen, uh, we've got some classes on that, uh, all the, the, the different things along that line. So I told this guy in this, uh, backing up, I told this guy, man, you're responsible for teaching information. And he was like, thumbs up. And that's what a lot of people think. I'm a teacher. In fact, we call them Sunday school teachers. And so he's thinking I'm going to teach. I said, but beyond that, what you're going to do is you're going to spend a lot of time not just preparing lessons, but you're going to spend a lot of time building relationships. And here's the number two one, relationships. We need to learn how to create relationships with us and the people that were, they're listening, you know, 
and uh, amongst each other so that there's kind of the crossways thing so that they have relationships because people come to church because of relationships they come to church because of their friends they come to church of course i know they come out of obedience and and some of that uh, because we're supposed to go to church but really they come because they want to see somebody they want to talk to somebody uh, they stay they may be frustrated with different things but hey i want to get to my friends i want to talk with them those are powerful things in fact i was doing some study the other day um, the whole idea of the New Testament church is this uh, Greek word, ekklesia, and uh, the, the phrase that is kind of the common phrase is it's a called out assembly of people. And that's what that word means, a called out local visible assembly. That's the way I believe it. The local visible called out assembly, it's not a called out audience. In other words, they assemble whether there is speakers or not. In fact, our churches, if there's like a nuclear war in your town and the preacher was gone and the pulpit was gone and the building was gone, your church would probably get together because of relationships. They would be bonded together because of they, who they are. They had all New, New Testament, Acts chapter 2, all that stuff. They had all things in common, that more than just hearing the word of God. Now, information's good. We put that at the top of the list, but relationships are those areas where we learn to, to create an environment or a place where people belong. And at our conference, we spend a lot of time with this, how to have those kids, how to have young adults, uh, especially mom, single moms, how for them to find a place where they, where they fit, where they belong. And that is not a compromise of the gospel. That is not a compromise. That's not that you don't preach on sin and we all just sit around and kind of touchy-feely, you know, that, that kind of stuff. It is a real important thing that there are times, there's time for relationships and, you know, there are places for relationships that the leadership values relationship stuff. Uh, we value speaking and we have that all blocked off, but are there fellowship times and all that? We're going to talk a lot about that at the conference friends and how to work some of those things in and and uh, that's just some really really powerful powerful stuff we have a lot of questions on how to to build those relationship uh, relationship times uh, the the last thing when I was talking to this guy I said you know we, we're gonna you're gonna teach you know information you're gonna give them the gospel teach them you know how to be good teenagers how to be good Christians you know all those things H how to develop relationships you know and and, and uh, you know loving people and and you know all the, the different things that are involved with that and obedience to parents that's a something there that this guy to be teaching but I also said there's something else you need to do and that is we want to give an element of service into the lives of our kids I dropped my little object lesson here it is service we want to make sure kids are learning to serve that they have an outlet where they can get out and and practically do things we get their hands onto something Young people are longing to be valued. They've been devalued by education and evolution. They've been devalued by, you know, our, our world devalues humans through abortion and all those things. And all of that drifts into people. We have a lot of people that don't really feel they're worth much. You know what to make them feel worth much? When they get involved in serving. And if you as a local church pastor can figure out a way to get people serving and give them an outlet in their life, and some of this is the witnessing type of, of things for more mature Christians. But for some of them, it is just coming and spending time, you know, cleaning or fixing or doing something of that nature. We had some folks that visited just a few weeks back, 
and they were here for the very first Sunday. We had a work project that happened to have uh, be the middle of that week. So they came on a Sunday for the very first time. On Wednesday, husband, wife, and daughter all came and were involved in a work project here at our church. They were looking for something to do. They've been here services ever since because they found a place to not only belong and they developed relationships there, but they found some value in this particular project uh, that we did. It was a food-related uh, kind of giving uh, uh, food boxes out. Uh, that is a good thing. And when people miss Sunday services because of work and some of those things, and they can still show up and serve at another time, and you give them stuff to do during the week, ah, oh, is that good stuff. That's all good stuff. So uh, all of these things are what we have done here at our, our Sinclair Baptist Church, our place where we kind of have our headquarters here, uh, the Baptist Youth Mission and Reach Keep, our headquartered out of this church. All of those things have made Sinclair Baptist Church this hub in our community of flourishing believers. And I was reading the other day in Mark chapter 1 where Jesus had done some miracles and some of that, and it said that uh, all, the, all the city was at his door. And I feel like that's the way it is. It just goes on and on and on. We get phone calls. We get people coming all the time. We have first-time visitors. We have not had a day without first-time visitors uh, since the middle of August. This is December, so you know months and months of, of first-time visitors. People coming, checking things out, and people just longing and looking for help. And the woods are filled with them. And when we develop something that gives them the gospel, gives them good information, when we have something that is allows them to have relationships and build friendships and, 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 and kind of is that glue that holds them together, and then we give them some value, how cool is that? That is so, so neat. Let me, let me read you something, and this is uh, like less than 24 hours old. This is off my... Uh, 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 an account here, uh, uh, texting thing that I have on on my phone, and uh, I had a a person I met, a, a lady in town, uh, a young a young gal, and uh, uh, let me just read just a little bit. And this, like I say, just happened last night. And then let me kind of follow up with this and see how this all works out. Uh, me and uh, Blank are fighting. Um, he's trying to kick me out. What can I do? Uh, she had a question, what can I do legally? Kind of a question there. Uh, a few minutes later, this is all last night, she says, I need help. I'm so depressed and in love. I don't know what to do. I feel so unwanted and so unloved by everyone and everything. Now, this is a, you know, single mom, you know, just needing some help here. I gave her, I said, you're loved by God, and I shared some verses with her. She says, yes, I'm a mess right now, and I'm crying, and I just want blank to love me back. Uh, goes on, uh, asked if she could come meet one of our staff members, uh, and because I believe this girl needs salvation, and so I was hoping that we could uh, kind of do that. Uh, one of our lady staff members could do that. And here's the last one that she, she wrote me, or not the last, but the, this one says, I just want my mom to answer her phone and hold me like I'm a kid again and tell me it's okay. Now that's just, this stuff happens almost all the time around here. Uh, I, I wrote her back uh, this afternoon, just probably an hour ago. Um, I said, you know, how, how's it going? I was busy day, didn't get a chance, and she didn't come over to the church. So we were kind of kind of wondering, uh, how have you been doing? Uh, some of that stuff. I told her I was praying for her. She says, I know you prayed for me and it worked. Uh, thumbs up. And then she says, I've been helping a lady for the past couple of days uh, that doesn't have anything. 
And so it's just she kind of stepped in. I said, oh, it's always good to help someone else. Uh, I asked if maybe we could help with a food box or something. She said, uh, yes, we definitely could use a, a, a food box. Uh, and then uh, she said, uh, I said, okay, text me in the morning. Uh, the lady does our food boxes should be in. I'll be able to get that to her. But she said, yes, I definitely need one. The, the guy got or the lady got laid off today. Uh, it's just she's helping somebody and she wants to serve. Take a uh, a food box to this person. And here is this element. This lady uh, needs the information. She needs the gospel. She is longing for a relationship to help her because she's going through this crushing, you know, uh, uh, relationship uh, with her uh, uh, boyfriend uh, situation here. And she's looking for someone to, and then on top of that, she wants to serve. She has been helping this lady that just moved into the community, and she wants to take her food box. That's the kind of stuff that is just out there all the time. And when you create a church that is attentive to giving information, but not only just gospel, but very well presented, very well thought out information, Okay, very well, you know, applicable stuff that is out there. When you have a church that is focused on relationships and developing those relationships so your people can meet this. And, and by the way, there's a very young gal, and I'm not going to meet with her. It's very awkward to counsel, you know, with someone like that. But I have some ladies that will do that. You know, building those relationships. They'll take her out for lunch and, you know, give her the gospel, some of that stuff. And then if you have a church that is involved in this service stuff, I'm telling you what, there is, there is just no stopping it. It is unbelievable. And that's why the, the city was at the door, Jesus' door. I mean, because he was healing them and he was teaching them and he was talking to them. And, and uh, wow, it was just, just powerful, powerful stuff. Our churches can flourish just like that if we have the, the right mix of that stuff. Let me, let me just say, kind of say it again. That's really the core of what we teach here. Now, we're going to go into a lot of techniques on all sorts of different things, you know, very practical stuff. Uh, and we're going to spend time helping you sharpen some of those things. Your, present, your information presentation, how to make that as sharp as it possibly can be. The very best first impression. Is your community, is your, your church known for being the one that has good teaching and good information to help out? In other words, people call you up and say, man, I know that you, you've got help uh, and you can do that. Is that what you're known for? We want to kind of talk with you and help you develop some of those things. We have classes specifically on that. The whole relationship thing and, and developing that, and, and by the way, relationships sometimes gets a bad rap, but we all know what it, that that's important, that we need to spend time, and we don't just sit around, you know, touchy-feely, you know, uh, that kind of stuff. We are going to deal very specifically with your first impressions, and when people come, because relationships are very much dependent on the very first time that someone is there, how to make a good first impression. Uh, with this new younger generation that we're trying to reach. Uh, the, and that's who we squarely aim at at our church. And we're going to teach you how to make your church young again, uh, how to how to reach out to those folks, the, the importance of, of talking to them online and websites and Facebook and, you know, Wi-Fi networks and, you know, some of those things. That's what some of these young parents are looking for, and that's what will help them develop a belonging and a comfort at your place. It is really a cool thing when you spend time focusing on some of that. And then the whole idea of the service thing and, and community engagement and interaction and how your church can become the most important building in your community. 
uh, we have an elementary school, we have a refinery, we have a Mexican restaurant, we have, you know, some other things. Many towns have courthouses and rec centers and, you know, all those things. What's the most important building in your community? If we can make the local church the most important one and people just come because they know they can get help there. They know that that is the place. And you can be highly engaged with the people of your community. We want to teach you many things, new ways to get engaged, not compromise stuff, but ways to get people into your building. And then how to make all that, that service stuff happen. The recruiting and management of volunteers is something we work on hours and hours and hours. Because we can't, I mean, I can't do it all. I mean, we, it's how to get other people to do all this and extend our, our reach. And we really focus on some of that, that stuff. You know, you're going to go home today or tomorrow or something, and your kids are going to say, what would you do, Dad? You know, what would you do, Mom? What would you do at church? What'd you, what did you do? Okay. What we want you to answer with is we want you to be the one that says, I am changing the world. I'm changing our community. I'm rescuing the world. And that's really what the Reach Keep Conference is all about. We're definitely excited about having people get involved with this. Uh, it's a limited space. Uh, you know, please sign up right away. But we are so, so thrilled uh, that we get the opportunity to create not just flourishing believers here in our town, but we get to create flourishing churches around the country. 